0: You're listening to the Audacious As Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Martha Ramos, Dominican born, New York City raised, a former advertising executive turned coach, speaker, and personal empowerment expert. And I'm on a mission to encourage more women to be the chief empowered officer, AKA the CEO of her life. So if you have the audacity to play by your own rules, and are ready to cultivate elevate and own a thriving life and business then you're in the right place let's get started oh and p.s as a latina get ready to listen to some bilingualism or spanglish thrown into the mix so cheers to you my friend and i can't wait to get to know you and connect with you and i hope you enjoy the show I am joined by a very special guest. Her name is Kelly Youngs. She is the CEO and founder of She Is Fierce, a global entrepreneur network for badass and powerhouse women all over the world. She is also a brand development consultant, an Emmy nominated executive producer. Um, she's a mom, she's a mentor, and I am so happy to call her my friend. So, everyone, please help me welcome Kelly Youngs.
1: Yay! Thank you so much for having me, Martha. I'm
0: honored by everything you just said and so happy to be a part of this. And thank you for including me. I'm so glad you're here and thank you for saying that. You're too kind. Um, Now, before we get started, because I know that we want to talk about how people can start finding their passion and purpose. Mm -hmm. Do you mind just taking us back just a little bit in terms of your journey and how you got started in your business?
1: Not at all. Sure. I mean, this is a story I tell all the time because we... Like I was just sharing with you a little while ago that I, you know, I do a lot of training people on really specific, targeted, tangible things, right? So talking about business skills or talking about branding, but it all starts with your passion or your purpose, right? It all starts with something that has a sense of meaning or like there's a book out there start with your why. So from my perspective, you know, you can't build your skill set until you know why you're doing those things. And that's why everything that we do at She Here starts with your passion and purpose. So, for me, uh, five years ago, well, actually, let me start a little bit further back. So, 20 years ago, I uh, was working in media, I worked in TV, uh, I started out as like the lowliest, low run to gets people McDonald's. And I worked my way up and, and was eventually, when I left uh, kind of traditional media, I was a senior producer at CNN. And throughout that period, I worked in so many different places, like almost every um, big media brand you can think of, I have somehow had something to do with something they do. And um, throughout that time, I was pitching the idea of we should be doing something for women. And I think for me, it was just something that felt important. It wasn't necessarily, um, you know, it was, certainly it wasn't something that people were, we're excited to do. And I think it sounds crazy. And now when I tell the story, I think sometimes people might just be like, yeah, obviously. But at the time, I mean, it's not that long ago, I was, you know, from the age of probably 18 or 19, pitching it as an intern to being a senior producer at a huge international company and having people say like, well, that's a good idea, but not today. Right. No, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, And so for me, it was something that I always knew there's an audience for this. I knew I was the audience, right? Like I was looking for like practical skills. How do I build my professional career? How do I, you know, incorporate life skills that are actually meaningful to me and continue to be successful or to kind of grow in who I am as a person? And I just did not see that anywhere in the world. And I saw tons of stuff about, you know, how to look good and how to all of these things. But not a lot about just like, how as a professional woman, do you get ahead and feel good about
0: what you're doing?
1: So for me, that felt really important. And um, I'll skip ahead really quickly. So about five years ago, I had a two-year-old. I had a um, baby. And I was living back. I moved from London to St. Augustine, Florida, which is a beautiful town. Yes,
0: it is.
1: (laughs) Martha has been there and spoke at one of our summits that we did. Um, and so it's a gorgeous place to live, but it's also a small town. And I had moved from being this like high flying media person in London to living in this small town, suddenly had two kids. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? What is happening? And I, um, am not like some people are able to just be chill. I'm not, that's not me. (laughs) I'm not good at that. So during that time, I was like, you know what? Basically, my husband didn't want to move. He loves it here. We live near the beach. She's like, not going anywhere. And I was like, okay, we do have two small children. It would be crazy to move to New York, which is what I was trying to convince him to do. Um, and so I need to find something that's meaningful to me here right, that can also be tangible and real and a professional career. And, um, and so for me, what that turned into was starting this website called She Is Fierce. And, um, really starting with telling women's stories. So trying to highlight the stories of really incredible and inspiring women. And then honestly, that just like took off quickly, but it didn't start with, and I know so many people listening to this are like, this run a business or want a business. And, um, it didn't start for me as like, I have this incredible strategy. I'm going to grow and become this incredible entrepreneur. It really started from a sense of, this is something that really matters. It's something that I know I have the ability to bring to life and I'm going to try. And I think that while it would have been wonderful for me to have better business strategy in place, I don't know that you always have to have that right away if you have a belief in yourself and you're willing to work, right? If you're not willing to work and you don't have business strategy, you're out of luck. (laughs) So you have to kind of make a decision about where you're going. But starting with that sense of this matters, I know that every day when I you know work 8 or 10 or 12 hours or I stay up with a baby and I'm trying to get something done, that actually somebody on the other side of this is going to benefit was really meaningful and impactful for me. And that has kind of carried me through. You know, it's like growing a business of any kind, no matter how much you love it, can be really challenging, right? You come up against... Things that you just, like, have no idea were going to happen. And it happens all the time. And even, you know, and I I feel this all the time. I say this to people um, when they're struggling. Sometimes on my best day, when people think, like, you've done this or you've done that, and they're they're complimenting me, and I'm thinking, yeah, but you don't know that I just got this other call where some other thing just fell apart, right? And a lot of times that has nothing to do with me. I didn't break it. Somebody else broke it, and I have to fix it. And the reality of, like, finding your passion and knowing what matters is that now when that happens, I go, okay, quick, let's find a solution. Instead of thinking, if I was not driven by that sense of purpose, I think I would definitely come across some of those roadblocks I've come against and gone, no, thank you. <laughs> this is too hard. But instead, I've been able to grow something that um, has, like, true meaning, hopefully out in the world. It matters to me as an individual because I'm able to, you know, like as a mom, I'm able to say like, kids, I'm doing something that matters. I'm able to give scholarships to women to get programming that's going to help them. I'm able to give back to the community. And on a personal level, I've been able to actually grow a business. You know, it takes time, but I've been able to grow a business that actually helps support my family, which is amazing. And I think that starting from that sense of purpose or starting from a place of knowing this is something that, like, at a deeper level matters. Whatever that means for you is the core foundation of everything. And then after that, it's just about building your skills and working hard. So that was my extremely long answer to your no, question. No, no,
0: I love it because I think you hit an important point in terms of knowing your why, right? And the fact that you wanted to start your journey because it was something that had meaning for you. You wanted to create some type of impact. And I know that there's a lot of women in corporate and and you and I both come from the corporate world where there would be times that I would be sitting there thinking about what else can I be doing? Like what can I do that's more meaningful and impactful to making this world a better place? And that it's something that is tied to my purpose necessarily tied to the CEO of that company. So Along those lines, can you share, because I know you mentioned the book Start With Your Why, Mm -hmm. what else can you tell the audience that they can start digging deep in terms of figuring out what their why is?
1: Yes. Okay. So um, I think that it is not that hard to figure out if you're willing to sit down and be quiet in space and be still and be real with yourself. And I think that many people that I encounter, you know, whether it's at a she is fierce event who are struggling, or just like out in the world, sometimes I'm talking to people and I'm like, well, I know what your why is, but you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> because they're speaking to me about something they're passionate about, but the way that they're living their life is not aligned with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that giving yourself the space, giving yourself the time. And I mean, even in my example, and I say this to people all the time, like I had that idea. 20 something years ago, it's not that I, you know, and of course now there's tons of stuff for women, which is amazing. It's not that I'm the only person who had some great idea and it's like groundbreaking, right? A lot of people thought, gosh, I wish there was something for women. But, and and it took me a long time. So I was pitching it and pitching it and pitching it. And just like you said, people who were above me on the ladder were like, no, not right now. You know, no, maybe in the future or no, that's a terrible idea whatever version of answer I got at the time. And for me, like coming into that quiet space of, you know, kind of in a place of transition as a mom of a young kid and now a new baby. And I thought, wow, okay, with one kid, I was able to kind of keep all my consulting gigs going. I had a lot of things happening. But when you have two children, it's a whole different ballgame. And for me, I, I think only being forced into that space of going like, okay, I'm living in this town. I have to come up with something that's going to make me feel good about who I am, right? And I have to, I'm a person who has to take action. So for me, I was like, I have to do something that is going to align with my values. And that only happened, I think it's so important to say this, because it only happened when I was in a position where I was like up against a wall, basically, right? If somebody had said to me, and if this is the truth, and people said to me at other media companies, like, no, that's not a good idea for right now. Go do this. And I would go, okay, right? It's not that I like had some better sense of determination or whatever. I think it's about giving yourself the uh, space for, like, just when you come up against that wall, don't break down. Don't, like, assume that everything's going to fall apart. Don't allow that to kind of come into your world instead, like be honest with yourself and get real about what matters so that when you come out on the other side, you're working in a space that you actually want to be, whether that's in your corporate choices or whether that's like, you're just doing something completely new and amazing and it's completely aligned with, with who you are. But you know, the first thing I would talk about is like, what gives your life meaning and just being really honest, I mean, we kind of very briefly before we're talking about everything going on in the world, right? This is a time when I think, gosh, like if ever there was another moment where you go, this is what matters, you know, this like, this provides clarity. So if somebody is listening to this and they're struggling with something from their job or hours getting cut or priorities shifting, the thing that I would say is like, that does suck, right? It does. Like, I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that... You know, you should, like, power through it with a huge smile on your face. I think you have to be honest, but at the same time, you can only wallow for so long. You have to make a choice about where you're going to go. And I think sometimes being pushed into this really uncomfortable position gives us the freedom to try and to dare in a way that we might not have done before because it was uncomfortable, right? So sometimes it's okay to celebrate like this is horrible and awful but actually now there's no reason for me not to do that thing that feels important
0: thank you for saying that and one of the things that you mentioned in terms of getting really real which i concur i feel like a lot of times especially women we do not have those honest conversations with ourselves um because we're so busy focusing on everything else that's happening around us externally so my question to you is, because I don't know how you balanced it all, being a mom with two small children, kind <laughs> of figure out this clarity. Yeah. So how did you make the space to kind of have your me time and kind of figure out things that you wanted to do and what mattered most to you? Like, how did you create that space for yourself?
1: I think that is an amazing question that nobody ever asks me, to be honest. Um, you know, I think that... I'm a person who's, I'm very outgoing, as you can tell, and I like to talk with my hands, and I like to chat with people, but I also really love to be alone. I love quiet, I love reading, like constantly listening to podcasts in a really annoying, nerdy way. So I think that I am quite, like, when I'm alone, I'm very centered and kind of focused anyway. And so for me, I think I always knew, for years and years and years, I knew I care a lot about this idea, Right this concept, I believe that this is possible, I believe that this can be impactful, but I didn't believe that I had permission to do it. Mm. So once I kind of came to this place where, and this is the truth, when I made the choice to start She is Fierce, I did not like call up my old boss. I didn't, I did not want people in my media world Mm to know what I was doing really, (laughs) because I thought Like, this is scary, and coming from, I'm, you know, making huge decisions that impact global media, and now I am, like, in my front room with a baby and a two-year-old, and I'm starting a website, and it kind of sounds like I have, like, my own little, like, mommy blog, right? And it just felt like, this is going to seem really weird, and what if I need to get a job later? (laughs) right? And I will say that that was probably true. That was probably a fair thing to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. But since I took that step, and since I went forward and kept going, so many people that I previously worked with or knew in this other world and capacity, like have actually reached out to me and said, how can I get involved? Or how can I be a part of that? Or what is this about? It looks amazing. And honestly, in my If you had asked me before that happened, I would have said, like, well, I know the people that I'm trying to help will want this. Like, I know there's an audience for it, but I think all those people that I think are very amazing and impressive and intelligent and all of that will think this is weird, (laughs) right? And instead, they're all, like, celebrating it and believe in it and are passionate about it as well. And I think that I was underestimating those people. To be honest, right? Like, I was underestimating the fact that everybody has a heart and everybody wants positive things to happen. And um, I was so worried about what they would think of me for taking the chance that I forgot that, like, they're real people, too. And that's not always the case. I'm sure someone out there thinks I'm, well, I know there's people out there who think I'm crazy, but, like, who cares, to be honest? You know, the more you do something, the more you take those steps and do the scary thing, the less you care about what
0: those people think. Well, they do say that it's, those crazy people who tend to change the world for the better. So, oh, thank well. you. <laughs> but, in so again, in terms of like having those two kids, was it that your husband used to pitch in to kind of help oh, you have yes. a good time? I want
1: to give Melissa a shout out. He's a good man, he does do a lot. But, uh, you know, I think no matter what, no matter how amazing your husband is, like. People who've had little tiny babies know it's like, it's on you if you're the mom. So I definitely wouldn't say, I mean, even now, like my kids are a little bit older and it's a whole new world. It's a completely different reality for me where like they go to school and they can do everything themselves and they can pack their own lunches and it's just a completely different reality. So now I actually do feel sometimes like, wow, this is found time. I this is weird. It feels uncomfortable. Like, oh my gosh, there's like an hour in the day where I can be creative or whatever. But honestly, I mean, this is probably not the best balance answer, but I think for me, the, the only way, the only thing that I can say that I did wasn't necessarily to do less or to stop and have incredible self care. I don't know if that's true for me, but I do know that a way that I cared that I did intentionally have self care was to say, I cannot Start a business, try to grow it financially, try to do something meaningful, be a good mom, be a good wife, be there for this person, this person, and this person, and try to reply to every single person who reaches out to me. Because I mean, this is something I struggle with every day, right? Like just the number, the quantity of things that need to be done and people that need to be replied to. And I've just had to come to a place where even though I don't think it's okay, I have to like be forgiving of myself to say, you can't stay up till midnight or one o'clock in the morning just because people chose to email you today. You know what I mean? And I think that for the beginning of this period, I didn't have that perspective at all. <laughs> so that's something that I kind of learned. And then separately, I think I also do a ton of stuff and get to be social because Shea Spirits is Fierce as a social organization. Mm-hmm. But I don't go to everything that I get asked to go to. And I don't, sign up for every possible everything. And sometimes I really wish I could, but I know that I have to have time in my day to just be there with my family on the weekend, right? So I think you, to do what you really want to do, you have to prioritize what those things are, which again, goes back to your passion and purpose. So is going to a concert on Saturday night, every Saturday, filling my, me with a sense of purpose? Not really. Is going every once in a while filling in with a sense of happiness and joy? Yes. So maybe I'll do that every
0: once in a while, but I don't need to fill up my schedule with things that are filler, right? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And the reason I was pushing you at that Mm -hmm. is because I've heard through the grapevines like there's a lot of people who might be tuning in who are mothers and they tend to use, not to say that it's an excuse. But, oh, I have a child. I simply can't sit down and take some me time or journal or meditate or I'm too old for this or I have a million things going on. And I'm like, no, I really want people to realize that when you are tied to your purpose, Mm -hmm. when you are passionate about something that you want to bring out into the world, you are, like you said, going to prioritize it no matter what's going on. Yes, in your household outside. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I would say, like, as you said,
1: for moms is one huge lesson I learned just as a mom, not even as a business owner, but was with my son, who was older. I was like the one who got up every night. Not, And this isn't because my husband wasn't willing to. I think I thought I have to do everything. I have to be everything to every person ever in the history of the world. And my husband's going to work every day, and he drives an hour to get there. So I should be the one who wakes up in the middle of the night every single night, right? And, like, I don't want to make him sound bad because he's awesome. Like, if I had asked him, he would have done it. And I know that because when I had my second child, I was like, I'm done here. (laughs) Right? Because I had done so much that I was like, no, you'll be getting up. Enjoy. And he he wasn't mad. He was like, okay, great. Like, what do you need me to do? And gosh, I wish I had asked that two years earlier. You know, I wish mm-hmm. I had, had the
0: confidence in myself to say it's okay to ask for help. So for those of you who are tuning in, it's okay to ask for help. Yes. Oh, so I feel like you need to be superwoman or superman all the time. Like I, I feel like we need to be moving into a world where it's like more 50-50 and we're all just kind of helping each other grow and, and yes. do all these amazing things. Um, now, in terms of, passion and purpose, what do you think is the number one reason or mindset block that tends to hold people back from maximizing their potential or actually thinking along those lines of, I want to create a legacy, I want to create a brand, I want to have purpose? Okay, so I know you're going
1: to give people access to this free handout that we have, um, which is the Passion and Purpose Challenge at the end. And in there, there is an exercise that is like, I think if anybody, if somebody came to me and said like, what's one thing I can do right now, there's two different things I would say, this is one of them. The other one is a whole separate thing about your brand and your values and being clear. But this is, they're very related, right? This one is where you compromising. So basically, you know, it's great. And like I gave the example of, I kind of knew this idea matters to me for mm-hmm. 20 years. Like that's insane. Um, And I think many of us have that. Many of us are like, you know what? I grew up and I saw this happen and that mattered. Or I have this passion for animals and I believe... I talk to so many different people that it's like they have that one or two or three things Mm -hmm. that really bring out joy in them when they're working on them and don't necessarily choose to focus on them, right? So the reasons we don't choose to focus on those things is because we're compromising our day-to-day lives to try to accommodate somebody, right? It might be accommodate our parents. It might be accommodate our partner. Like the example I just gave, I was like, I'm trying to be wonderful for my husband. He doesn't care. He didn't need that. Like he's capable of waking up, right? He's a grown man. And instead of just seeing that and saying, well, I'm not going to compromise on that. I'm going to have a fair and equitable relationship. I made choices on my own, like I think that's the thing that a lot of us think. Like, oh, this person is holding me back. No, you are holding yourself back. If that person is holding you back, then get away from that person, yes. right? Or have a really hard conversation with that person. It's not that person's responsibility to fix you. It's your job to do that. So whether it's something silly like my example, it's not that silly, but you know about being tired, right? Or it's something really serious like you're with somebody. Or someone in your family, or your entire family, bring you down when you talk about the fact that you're passionate about something, or you believe you can start a business, or you believe that you're skilled, or that you can help others. Like, I hear that all the time, and I just think like, break away, yeah. break the cycle. Those people are not going to be happy for you if you are a multimillion-dollar best-selling author, right? They're not happy for you now. They're not going to be happy for you then. You might have proved something to them they're not going to tell you that. So stop trying to prove that to those people and simply focus on what matters to you. So the number one thing I would say is like, go through that exercise, figure out where you're compromising and get really honest about why. And a lot of times we find that we're compromising about things that other people don't even care about. Like we're compromising because we don't want to make someone else uncomfortable. We're compromising because 40 years ago when we were in kindergarten, (laughs) somebody told us, we weren't good at drawing. Like, yeah. I heard so many weird things where you think that's impossible, but that's something that you're building your whole life story around. Yeah. And yet that's what we're doing. So I think just getting really clear, writing down your answers, you know, that helps people to not just say, well, this is what matters to me, but also here's what I have to solve in order to move forward.
0: So it's interesting that you said in terms of that whole compromising piece because i've spoken to a few women who tend to say oh well i'm too old to change careers right so ageism starts to play a factor in terms of compromising their desires based on their age and i'm like first of all i was let go a few months shy of my 40th birthday so this is i want to say at three or four for me it's already like my third or fourth career um what would you say to someone who is compromising their purpose or desire based on their age? Okay, so first of all, I want to take a moment and say you look amazing. Let's just put that out there.
1: (laughs) I think you know Uh, that. That's step one. Uh, Step two, I would say, like, you know, I hear that all the time too, and I think we all say that to ourselves in every stage of our lives. Yeah. Right. So a lot of times somebody – I mean, we have women in our membership who are – just coming out of college and they're really determined and they're like what's next and then we have people who are retiring from their highly successful career their CEOs their top top of their business and they join they pay to become members because they want to learn new skills right mm-hmm. and so I think that that's first of all a sign for me that the people in our community at least are a specific type of person it's not about your age it's not about your demographic it's really about How you approach the world, right? Are you approaching the world? Are you ambitious? Are you looking? Are you a learner? That's the kind of person that we tend to attract. And I think that keeping that in mind, I see people at that age who are like so ambitious and they're like, well, but nobody wants to hear what I have to say, right? Or I'm not, my boss didn't give me permission to speak up, right? And then I hear people my age who are like, oh, but I have small children and you know, I don't have time for that or I have to be there for the soccer. And I just want you to know, like, my son plays soccer. He's wonderful at it. It's awesome. I hate going to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy for him. I personally hate every single moment of going, not so much to the games, but to the practices. Yeah. Because it feels like I'm losing that time. Like, I get it. And yet, if I just didn't do anything because I have to spend an hour at soccer twice a week, like... How sad for me, basically, right? And so that's in those two stages. And then finally, I think, like, we have women, like I said, that are in their 60s, that are retiring, that are like, you know, what's next? I have a whole new world ahead of me. And I think that it's really about perspective. So whatever age that you are, you can create something. And I would say specifically because you're asking about people that are a little bit older, I think we underestimate how valuable the life lessons and insights are. And I will say, you know, for me, I like, I've been doing this for a little while now. So I see sometimes not so much people in our community, but I'll see like a news story about somebody who has an organization that's similar to Schuster's and they're 24 years old and they're killing it. And two years later, they're out of business, right? Because they don't have the life experience to make choices that are going to protect that business long-term. And it's like, I wouldn't wish that for the world on anybody, but I guarantee you somebody who's 65 would not have made those choices, right? And so I think that it's okay to like take value in the things that aren't necessarily your college degree or, you know, the fact that you have a particular type of certification. It's okay to say like your life skills and your earned knowledge is valuable. You might still have to do other things, right, to get to wherever you want to go. But there's incredible power in that. And even, I think, before I started She Was Here, I had no idea, right? I had no idea how much I would learn in the amount of time that I have been an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I also had no idea how much more respect I would have for the women that get up on our stages and share their stories and say, I dealt with this this and this and this and this and this. And those things are like being abused, being mistreated, being told they can never do anything you know, going to the Olympics and being like one second behind and losing and like all these things where you're just like, how could you not be defeated by that? But they're making choices that allow them to come out of that and to see themselves as what they are in the future. And I think that at whatever age, if you're 85 years old, you can do that. You just have to be willing to change your
0: perspective. Thank you for sharing that. And yes, for those of you tuning in, age is just a number, right? It's never too late for you to either start a second act, you know, try to figure out what your purpose and passion is. It's just never too late. Like Kelly mentioned, she's had women in her community who've done it at different age brackets, right? Yes. So whether you're in your 40s, your 50s, 60s, et cetera, it's never too late. Now, What's one tip or piece of advice, Kelly, that you would give to this community in terms of people who are wanting to make the entrepreneurial leap but are still feeling, I don't know, scared, afraid, or like they just don't have it all together? The number one thing I would say is if you're still in a full-time
1: job and you want to do something as an entrepreneur, you have to really look at your own makeup, right? Because there are stories of people who, get let go. And then that is their, and read my example, like in my life, I came to a moment where I was like, well, what am I going to do? Because there's no jobs for me here. Right. And I made a choice and it was kind of forced, you know, of course, like I had other life choices and I want to like, you know, privilege problems. Right. But to be able to say like, this is where I am, I have to make a decision. So I think there are people that come up against that. And then that gives them this drive and this impetus to go out into the world. And I've heard so many stories of like multimillionaires, and they're amazing. They've started these businesses and it's because they came to that moment. And I think if you are that type of person, then you should quit your job and put all the pressure on yourself and go make it happen. Yeah. I also think that's like 5% of the population. <laughs> so I would most recommend that you keep your job and start a side hustle. Keep that security, keep that income, keep all the things that take the pressure off of you and allow you to continue to work from that sense of purpose. Because the number one thing you don't want is to be trying to adapt in order to just make the next paycheck, right? And I think that um, everybody does it at some point. Like everybody goes, oh, I'm going to take this contract with this person I don't like, or oh, I'm going to you know, go do this thing because somebody asked me to, whether I like it or not. And I don't think that there's shame in doing work to make money. But I also think that it's wise if you have a sense of security where you are to go and build something on the side. Like the truth is you will have to hustle. You will have to put hard work in. But I'll tell you what, if you quit your job and have, and just start a business fresh, you're going to be hustling even harder than you will be right now. And so I think that you might want to give yourself a timeline. So you might want to say within two years or within six months, like whatever kind of person you are, it's based on your personality, your tolerance of stress and pressure. I think all of those things you have to be honest with yourself about. But I also think that like we're so focused on timelines. Mm-hmm. We're so focused on like how much did you grow within this amount of time? And um, I mean, even when I started was fierce. I was like, how much social media growth do we have? And then I realized actually the number of people following us on social media, as much as I want that to be like a crazy number, is not actually reflective of the impact that we're having. So we could have 100,000 followers on Facebook, but none of them actually know what She's Fierce is. They just saw a great quote. Mm-hmm. Or we can have 25,000 people who, like are, who know us, who know our message, who are connected, who come to our events. And of course, I want to continue to scale that. But the truth is if you are reaching people and actually making an impact for them, or you're finding like just straight from a business level, if you're finding clients that you can serve that will pay you for your offer, there is value in that. You don't have to have numbers that look amazing. You have to have numbers that are workable and keep you moving forward all the time. People forget that. Even successful
0: businesses forget that. Absolutely. And, and one of the things to take away here is really to, you know, we we tend to get so caught up on our timeline, but for those of you who are tuning in, it's really important that you set your own timeline, right? Like everyone has their own journey and their own timelines to kind of navigate through life. So don't ever feel pressured to want to keep up with the Joneses or trying to do something like, you know, let's say me trying to keep up with Kelly and how amazing her community and, and business growth is. Like we all have our own timeline, so it's important for you guys to realize that. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Now, in terms of, just before we wrap up, what's your favorite part of being CEO of She is Fierce? Um, I think my favorite part, honestly, is being, which
1: a lot of people don't like this, but I love the fact that it's like, I can make the decisions, right? Like I'm the one, if, we fa- if I fail at something, it's me. I failed at it. And I think that's very scary. But for me, I know, like, I'm going to hustle and make sure it works out, right? And so I've had to shift and adapt myself as a business owner to not make so many commitments because I know, like, if I tell you I'm going to do something, it might take me 55 years to get back to you, but (laughs) when it actually happens, it's going to happen. I'm going to try to do it at the highest level I can, right? And so when I first started out, I was like, I'm going to, yeah, you need this, you need this, you need this. Of course, I'll do every single thing anybody asks me. And I'll try to do it at the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, in a little bit more of mature business space, I'm able to go, okay, I want to be helpful to everybody, but that is not physically possible, right? So I'm going to try to be present for the people that I really value, like you. And I'm going to try to be present for the people that are like my clients who actually are paying me for my services and my, the value that I'm trying to bring to them, Right. And when I do that, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing it at a level that there's no chance that they're not going to come back, right? And I think for me as a business owner, of course, at some point this is going to happen. But for me, something that I take a lot of pride in is like, when people come to our events, they want to come back. When people, you know, when a company hires us, they come back every year and it's because we're not just going, here's what we're going to do. Did we check off the list? We're saying, okay, this is what you asked for. I'm doing myself. And then I'm talking to all the amazing women that I work with and saying, okay, how are we going to overdo this? How are we going to make sure that when they see what we did for them, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like, that's what we got. And I think that, to answer your question, being able to make those decisions and being able to be really strategic about the direction that we're going in is exciting. It's a little scary sometimes, but it's exciting to be able to say like, no, this is what matters. Like it all comes back to passion and purpose, right? So for me, sometimes I'm like, well, we could do this and make money, but actually this is what matters to me, right? And so let me be, I mean, even choices that I'm making right now about who can we offer free or discounted programming to, to help them in this kind of weird time, right? And to be able to have the ability to say that, like if I worked for a huge company, I couldn't say... Oh, now we're going to discount our uh, <laughs> right, and to be able to say that to people and say like, I understand that you're struggling, so let me give you a scholarship, or I understand that
0: whatever it is is really meaningful. I think I love that, and it's about building on your dreams and yeah. not someone else's. Yeah. Even though there's nothing wrong with that. So, for those of you who are tuning in and really feel like entrepreneurship is not the way to go, but you still want to be able to make an impact within your career at a at a corporate, you know, organization, then that's fine too. So now Kelly, before we wrap up, where do you like to hang out the most? Like what platform should people connect with you or, or your Shea Sphier's community? I obviously have an Instagram that we
1: love. And, um, and then the other place that you can definitely come and connect with us is in our, um, she is fierce professional women's network, which is a Facebook group. Um, we do a lot of videos like this in there, we're actually going to be doing a ton of stuff over the course of probably the next few weeks or months, just free programming that we normally do in our membership that we're just going to be offering for free. I'm hoping Martha is going to come and be featured in there as well. And, um, and I think that, you know, those two places, Instagram for inspiration and Facebook for just practical guidance and wisdom are the two places to come and find me and she is fierce. And, um, and I think, you know, just like Martha is one of them, we have so many amazing women. Um, for me, she is fierce is like fun for me. And I talked a lot about my own story, but it's also so many other women and mentors and experts and speakers. And their stories, which add like this multi-layered
0: piece of incredible value and community. And, um, and so I hope you will join us. Absolutely. Definitely take advantage because you'll get to connect with so many amazing women from all over the world. I've been a part of the She Is Fierce community, I think for about two or three years now. I can't even keep track, but it's an amazing opportunity for you guys to connect and grow your network, which is an important part, as Kelly mentioned. So with that, I want to say, Kelly, thank you so much. You've been fantastic. Well, it's always fun. You know, I always love talking to you. And I'm honored
1: that you asked me to be a part of it. So thank you.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on the Audacious Ass Fuck podcast. If you love the show, please make sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can also come hang out with me on Instagram at mramosofficial. And if you want to learn more on how we can work together, don't forget to visit the website and check out what we have to offer. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.